Welcome to Cobras and Fire. Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. Well done. Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon. Cobras and Fire is a rock podcast dedicated to sharing new music with you from lesser-known bands or possibly bands you've never heard of. If you haven't already, check out our premiere episode, Great Bands with Silly Names, which is our highest-rated episode thus far. So, before we get into everything, just like a singer hit the stage, I just got to warm up my voice, so one moment, please. When I go through her, it's just like a tin roof, rusted. Oh, God, oh, God, I'm coming. All right, definitely not cocaine. Blood's pumping. Let's do this. Great bands with great names. There are three minimum qualifications for a band having a great name. Number one, does that band name properly reflect what your band's music sounds like. In other words, does it give a potential fan at least an idea of your band's music? Number two, is the logo badass? Is it something that looks good as a backdrop when you're playing live? Does it look cool on a t-shirt or other merchandise? Does it look good on an album cover? Number three, is your band's name cool? Is it something that a fan would feel confident recommending to a friend. The bands that I am presenting to you today hit all these plus more. Before we get into great bands with great names, I have one more great band with a silly name I need to share with you, and that band's name is The Last Vegas. Now, The Last Vegas were signed to Nikki Six's label, and they opened for Motley Crue on their Saints of Los Angeles tour. Their album, Whatever Gets You Off, was excellent. I still remember when I got a text from a friend of mine that just simply said, download The Last Vegas, whatever gets you off, and just smile. And I did. This album was catchy, sleazy. It had all the elements of 80s rock that I love, but it still sounded fresh. It didn't sound, you know, it didn't sound like somebody was just doing a throwback album. Now, the reason that it's a silly name is pretty simple. What does even the Last Vegas mean? Is there a first Vegas, a second Vegas? And if you're naming your band the Last Vegas, you should be in Las Vegas. Unfortunately, they're not. They're from Chicago. That's basically where they play now because their careers did not go the direction it should have with all that exposure with Nikki Six and Motley Crue on that tour. Additionally, unfortunately for them, since their band has been around, about two years ago, there was a movie called The Last Vegas, a basically a bucket list movie in Las Vegas starring Kevin Klein and Morgan Freeman. So now when people Google The Last Vegas, they end up with Morgan Freeman. Very confusing. Now, their follow-up album, Bad Decisions, it wasn't bad, but it was Aerosmith the She. I don't know if that's a word. You know, they changed their sound a little bit, more classic rock. It was decent. And their one after that, which was done through Pledge Music, 
I, I can't even remember the title. It came out last year. I got the CD, listened to it a few times, and it was so forgettable. Some of the songs even sound like a Jane's Addiction cover band. I don't know why you would ever want to be that. And it's it went immediately in the circle file, thrown away, gone. But with that said, first album, great, rocks. And here is one of my favorite songs by them, High Class Trash. Enjoy. Next up is a band called Texas Hippie Coalition, or THC for short. What a cool band name. First time I heard it, 
I was intrigued. I figured it had a little bit of Southern rock in there, some slide guitar combined with hard rock attitude. I just wanted to check them out. So I was slightly right. Some of the songs have, have that kind of Southern rock part, but mostly the best way I can describe them is it's Pantera with a sense of humor, which is probably hard to conceive, but imagine the type of riffs that Pantera had combined with the fact that their lead singer is called Big Daddy Rich, who is both larger than life physically and with his personality. Think if Kid Rock ate the entire Brown Trucker band. He's a big dude. He sings with cartoonish lyrics most of the time, most of the songs with cartoonish lyrics, where he likens himself to a bull called Eight Seconds, where he challenges a woman to stay on him for that length of time. He pretends he's an outlaw. He basically is talking about what a badass motherfucker he is. I'm going to feature two tracks today by Texas Hippie Coalition. The first is called Turn It Up and takes place in Vinnie Paul of Pantera Strip Club. And the main theme of this, besides telling the, the tale of a couple strippers, is that Big Daddy Rich is at the strip club and the DJ is playing the music far too quiet for his liking. The first chorus, he asks him, turn it up, and he's, he's being pretty polite. The second, second verse, or I'm sorry, chorus, I should say, he's getting a little more angry, and by the bridge, he is walking up to the DJ booth and saying, I will not ask again, won't you please turn it up? Now, I don't know what strip club on earth the music is ever quiet at. You usually can't hear yourself think, but this guy is a fucking prick. So, Big Daddy Rich finally by the end gets his way. Damn right. Next one is a song called Whiskey, which is a bonus track only available on iTunes on the Peacemaker album. Now, this song, Big Daddy Rich, is at a bar, and apparently he's an outlaw, and he's been... He usually kills somebody once a day, according to the song. But today, he does not feel like shooting or killing. And he tells the person next to him at the bar this, and says, let's settle our differences by having several shots of whiskey, and therefore I do not have to murder you. So that is song two. Here is Texas Hippie Coalition. Texas music, she's 
Next up is Steel Panther. What a great name. From the moment you hear it, you instantly know it's a band of jokers. The only thing that could be better is Savage Animal. Sebastian Bach's brilliant idea from the show Supergroup. Now, the thing that makes Steel Panther great as a band is if you took all the ridiculously explicit lyrics out, you'd be left with great music. And that's what makes them, that takes them to the next level. If they were just some, some jokers with little to no talent, it wouldn't work. And live, these guys are just incredible. They're, they're, the, the in-between song banter is hilarious. And, uh, you know, while the lyrics a lot of the times are too over the top for me, I actually enjoy a lot of their more subtle songs, for them at least subtle, where, you know, they're not talking about having a gangbang in an old folks' home or a glory hole. The Burden of Being Wonderful, where, where lead singer Michael Starr is so egotistical, and all the lines in that just, just kill me. Along with the one I'm going to feature today, which is not one of the billions of videos that are out there. So I'm not going to feature anything like that. I'm going to feature Tomorrow Night. The theme of this song is basically there's a guy that knows all about these parties he's about to go to, but not tonight. Tonight he has slated Angry Birds and uh, masturbating. So here is Tomorrow Night.
One of the best bands I've heard in the last couple years is Trucker Diablo. Now, the first time I heard the name, I thought it was a little bit silly. There was another band out there called Monster Truck. There's a band out there called Truck Fighters. There's a lot of trucks. But this one is the best truck band, hands down. But the name is actually pretty cool. Trucker Diablo, I'm thinking a little bit Southern Rock, something like Blackstone Cherry, for example. And I was right. First time I listened to them, there was The Rebel, Drive, which I'm going to feature today. And they're both excellent songs, and they had that, that, that Southern Rock feel. So I was pretty shocked when I found out these guys are from Ireland. You hear them talk, and you nothing like their singing voice. But Songs of Iron has 14 tracks, 10 of them, 100% solid. I could probably get rid of three or four of them. One of the more consistent albums I've heard. Their latest album, Rise Above the Noise, was funded through Pledge Music. I gave these guys my money six months ago, and it came out uh, last week, which is pretty fast turnaround. I've, I've done these before, and it's been a year sometimes for some of these bands. I'm kind of wishing they would take longer because it's good, but it's not great. I would highly recommend, though, the following two tracks. Download Party, like they started The End of the World. That one is great, and the riff was part of the show intro today, so you'll, you'll recognize it. The other one is a song called Fight Life. Those two, get them. So the two tracks I'm going to feature is one is the song Drive from the previous album, Songs of Iron, and then Party, like they started the end of the world off of Rise Above the Noise. Here is Trucker Diablo.
The last band I'm going to feature today has the greatest name of them all, and that band's name is Jesus Chrysler. Jesus Chrysler is based in Minnesota and quickly rose to fame based on the success of their single, Goddamn Handsome Man. They have played all across the state and additionally have played for Jesse Ventura's birthday party and are the house band at Prince's Mansion playing every Tuesday and Thursday, two sets a night. Now, everything I just said was bullshit. They are based in Minnesota, and I will say that they are the biggest band in Minnesota with the name Jesus Chrysler. Here is the song, Goddamn Handsome Man, and I am absolutely not playing the song because the guitarist, Jason, is guesting on the next episode. This track is also going to play us out for this episode. I ended up having more bands than expected, newer bands that have great names and are great bands. That's a good thing. So to recap, the bands I played today are The Last Vegas, silly name one, Texas Hippie Coalition, Steel Panther, Trucker Diablo, and Jesus Chrysler. So until next time, this is Loose Cannon signing out.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 